You're listening to Titan Nature's Yellowstone, a podcast for those that don't get out, can't get out, or can never get enough. Sponsored by Think Tank Photo. Think Tank Photo designs camera carrying solutions for working professionals. Welcome to another episode of Titan Nature's Yellowstone. This is your host, Adam Brubaker. It uh, is going to be the 26th of August, and so I'm going to do an update. I know we have about a week left in August, but the time the next episode airs, it is going to be a new month, which means an interview. So look forward to that. And I'm going to go ahead and start with kind of some thermal activity, the the geology side of things. And this one is tough, um, just because, you know, some of these changes happen on a large scale. I mean, sometimes we talk about changes. We're talking hundreds of thousands of years. You know, for example, these lava flows that are 110,000 or 160,000 years old in Yellowstone. Uh, Even some of the hot springs, like, you know, when's the last time the Old Faithful had a really a big change on its timing, which isn't in recent years. I mean, 59, it changed, I think, again, in the 70s. And so some of these things we don't see very often. And some of them are small enough. There's enough things in the park. For example, geysers. There's enough geysers in Yellowstone that it's it's hard to keep track of what's happened, what's not, and what's going, and the intervals. I'm just going to mention a couple things, and I think the ones that I have today, just three things, have to do with, with geysers. I, I want to start with Steamboat Geyser. It has not gone off since the last time... I gave an update. I believe it's been 48 days now since uh, Steamboat erupted. If you're not familiar with Steamboat, that is the world's largest geyser. And for a while, starting in, uh, let's see, starting on March 15th, 2018, it started going on a more regular basis, uh, whereas previous it was years. It went to almost weeks that it was going off. And so, at 48 days, it's hard to say what it's going to do. It could be a Four years since until we see it again, it could be tomorrow that erupts. Um, something I missed on previous ones, and actually I didn't recognize until recently, which was kind of exciting, is Sawmill Geyser. Just a little geyser in the geyser basin at uh, Old Faithful. Kind of as you're walking out or look out towards ca- between Castle and uh, Grand Geyser, you would see Sawmill Geyser. And it stopped back in 2017. And I think it was June 24th it started being active again. Uh, just a neat one to look out there and kind of see go on a regular basis. I mean, it can have shorter intervals. It can have long ones. But uh, it's it's been getting active. It's been active. And then Giantess erupted on August 11th. Now, it went, I believe, twice last year. But before that, it was about six years. And this is actually really neat because I saw Giantess Geyser, and I think I'm not going to get the date exactly right, but it was like August 26. Showed up at Yellowstone. I'm like, what the heck? What's that geyser out there? I hadn't seen it before. I wasn't sure. I, I kind of guessed it was Giantess. And it was going. And you know, it was six years since it had gone off, over six years, almost seven. But it went off again on August 11th. And the neat thing about um, Giantess geyser is it'll go upwards of 200 feet in the air, 100 to 200 feet in the air. Which and the impressive thing about that is it's a, a fountain type geyser. So Old Faithful's a cone geyser. You have a cone, water has a lot of direction to it. 
a fountain geyser has a pool or a wider area. So not only is this geyser erupting high, you know, 100 to 200 feet high, it is has a lot more diameter to it as well. So a very impressive geyser. And beyond that, you know, I, I've thought about other things. I mean, it's really the, the geology, almost the, the, the geysers and the wildlife to update, and I guess weather. Uh, so if there's any other things that I'm missing that you'd like to hear updates on, please let me know. I'm going to go through the wildlife, and then I'll go f- through a couple other things. Uh, one of the greatest things about August is the bison rut. It, it's happening. It's still going on. It's going to be winding down here still soon. It was great. I mean, I actually saw one of the longest fights that I've seen at a at a close distance. These two bulls were constantly going at it. And I also saw some, some great chases that I hadn't seen before as far as, there's like five, six, seven bulls, you know, just all running, chasing a single cow. Then they'll stop and fighting and they run and stop and fight. And you think, you know, what's wrong with this guy, all this fighting? Well, it's behavior. That's what I love about the bison rut. And it's just not the, not the fighting. It's the Fleming response. It's the urinating and rolling in it. It's the vocalizations that these bison have this time of year. So just some incredible stuff and still happening. So the bison rut been very active and it's still going on here in Yellowstone. One of the things that is it's sad to say disappointing, but kind of disappointing, we didn't have as many casualties due to the bison rut this year. And uh, there was one actually that was filmed. Some guy was just filming these bison all of a sudden Bison comes out of nowhere, knocks another one down, hits him again, and this bison never gets back up. But the reason I mention casualties is because it does always happen, and it draws in animals. And so there was three that I was familiar with that as far as animals came into. One in Hayden Valley that was really good for about a week. Multiple bears, not a whole lot of wolf activity on it. But at a good distance, there was uh, one in Lamar, which I didn't get to spend a lot of time on. And it was a close distance, which I actually think kept animals away more. So they would be on it at night, early, and then not as much activity. And it sounds like there's still one going on right now that is not as active as others. It's had a bear, and it's in a kind of hidden place, and the bear disappears in the trees pretty easy from what I've seen. I haven't been able to go up and see that one. But we could still get some casualties. And, you know, the casualties is because, just as an example, I remember a couple years ago there was a there was a carcass with thirteen grizzly bears and eleven wolves around it, and it just it these bears are starting to go into a state of hyperphagia. They're you know wanting to fatten up, and so this food brings in these animals. You know it's August, but you know I mean it was thirty three degrees yesterday morning when we started. It's getting cool. They know winter's coming, so that's one of the things about the bison right. You always kind of hope is you know it helps August pick up and get through August as far as. Uh, bear sightings and things that are a little harder. Uh, and uh, let's get into the bears. It, August, again, is very hit and miss on bears. Um, if you have a carcass, something to draw them in, it's good. Uh, you can get good, you know, like Grand Teton is really good right now for black bears on berries. And there's a few places that you can get the bears on berries in in Yellowstone, but not like, not like Grand Teton. And actually, so right now, there's the last week or so, there's been one hanging around... Uh, Seven Mile Bridge, just along the Madison River, which has been nice. Been a black bear on that uh, that hillside, and it looks like it's been going after berries. There was a black bear over by the Yellowstone Bridge on the north side of the park that was in some berries, and so black bears still kind of hit and miss. Um, grizzly bears, 
hit and miss, you know, early is best, mostly on the north side, some stuff on the south. But, you know, it's just, I mean, for example, uh, one of the guys was talking to me, he was out yesterday on a wildlife tour, saw lots of wolves, didn't see any bears, whereas the day previous to that, he had five black bears. And so every day is just a little different on the bears and where they're at, what they're doing, both black and grizzly. Uh, wolves for this month, wolves have been really good. They're out, uh, well, up in Lamar, they've been really good. I did catch them and see them and heard some howling and saw some neat behavior with wolves in Hayden Valley, but they just very hit and miss. I mean, even more so than bears in Hayden Valley on these wolves, they were just been tough this year down there. Uh, but out in Lamar, far side at the old rendezvous is where they've been hanging out. The puppies have been there. You know, there's a little back and forth for a little bit as far as, you know, some of the puppies moved up front. I think there was six of them moved over and were there for a while. And it took, uh, you know, almost two weeks or so before the other two puppies came from the den site and moved over to that rendezvous now. And so as of yesterday, all last night, they kind of moved away some. Usually they come back and we'll, I'm kind of interested to see, are they, how long they're going to stay there. I mean, it seems like if I remember right, September is about the time that they start traveling more with the pack. And these, some of these puppies have been leaving that den site or that rendezvous site and traveling some, but they always end up back there. So we always hope that that lasts as long as possible. The elk, I've seen quite a few bulls recently, and I should say the big bulls, not the, not the little guys, you know, are, are coming out of the velvet. They're on August 13th, I saw the first bull I witnessed actually coming out of velvet. And, you know, what, that first day I saw him, one antler was basically stripped and the other one just started. And I, I saw him a day or two days later and the other one was stripped and was just about stripped all the way. So it just takes a day or two and they're stripped out. And all the bull elk that I've seen since then, I had three of them together. Two of them were sparring and then walking into the woods, and they have all been out of velvet. And I, the one, the last one I heard a couple days ago, I mean, the car was running, traffic was there, but I'm pretty sure I heard a bugle, which you start getting a little bit of activity. And here at the beginning of September, that's going to pick up quite a bit. So uh, elk, um, you know, you go from the bison rut, the elk rut, the moose pretty soon. Uh, usually that first week of September, I think, is when the moose and going to start going out of velvet there so that's that's exciting for me um other wildlife i don't have any real updates um you know some of the things like bighorn sheep and mountain goats they've been tough to see because just the higher elevations with the smoke that we've had you know smoke was bad in july it's been worse in august and although i mean we even had three four days of good rain cool weather raining this last week and it i was thinking it was going to get rid of the the smoke and it almost made it worse. And I hit, you know, this weather. We've had hot to normal to cool for August. Um, I'll mention owls, not in really in Yellowstone, but other areas have been seeing great grays, great horns. And so that will start picking up here soon in the park, having visibility on owls. And besides that, I think that's the updates that I have for August. Again, if you see me in the park or if you have any questions, and I appreciate this, people have been reaching out to me, you know, asking questions. Don't feel obligated like, oh, you know, he's he wants to, I'm not going to book a tour or something. That's okay. Go ahead and reach out. And I've had people do that. 
And I think I've gotten back to everybody. If I haven't, I apologize. Reach out again. Sometimes I get a lot of people, and I'm trying to keep up with everybody and trying to give you the information that uh, what I know. But again, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Tied to Nature's Yellowstone. Thanks for listening to Tied to Nature's Yellowstone, the podcast for those that don't get out, can't get out, or can never get enough. Keep up to date with Tied to Nature and Think Tank Photo on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.